Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 16 of my 90 day money challenge, where every day I'm doing the work of Byron Katie, which is a meditative inquiry process on a different money or worth or success topic. And before I dive into today's theme, I want to spend a a moment just talking about the work and how to do it. Uh, Next week, actually Susie Batiz and I are gonna be doing an intro to the work, and that's gonna be really great. I recommend showing up to that. Uh, But for now, I just want to say that the work is not a cognitive process. So it's not about trying to talk yourself into something or out of something. It's not about saying, well, I suppose this could be as true as that. When you're asking these questions, you're asking them to the most vulnerable, scared, angry, furious, traumatized, uh, deeply lonely, deeply sad part of yourself and then you're waiting for the answers to come, right? So on these uh, videos, I'm sort of recapping uh, doing the work. I'm not actually doing it live with you. Uh, So when I'm doing it, it's very meditative. I go into a deep stillness and I'm waiting to be shown the answers. I'm not using my mind to try to cognitively answer the questions and do it right, which is a big trap. So just notice that when you're doing the work, if it's just become a sort of, another mind game uh, or whether it's really creating insight because you're challenging those deepest, most vulnerable places. Yeah. Okay, great. So let's dive into today's thought, which is I'm just not lucky. I'm just not lucky. And where this comes from for me is that I see people who have made it big. Uh, like Susie or like Gay Hendricks and Katie Hendricks or other people who I look up to, uh, Seth Godin and Simon Sinek and Marie Forleo and uh, you know entrepreneurs and these people who have really popped and musicians, Mark Rebier and other people who um, seem to be enjoying a, a big roaring success. And that level of success is so much bigger than what I have experienced or imagined, uh, like somebody having a million Instagram followers, um, that I, I can't even conceive of what that's like. And so what I've always done in my life when I, when I have that thing that I can't even conceive of is I just go to, well, I guess that's just not me. I guess I just wasn't born with that as a possibility. Um, and when I go in and ask that really vulnerable place, is it true that I'm not, that uh, that I'm just not lucky? What I see is that it's a, it's a version of, there's something wrong with me. And maybe you already caught on to this in what I was saying. There's something wrong with me. Um, and that place is a really familiar fear place that's under a lot of thoughts. Yeah, so we're going to see that show up a lot. And I think we've already seen it show up at least once in the last um, 16 days. So 
the fortunate thing is that because I've done so much of the work over the last six or so years, and I've spent a lot of time meditating in the last 10 years and um, doing transformational work, I've come to a really healthy place with my inner parts. And there are still new ones that come up and that surprise me or old memories that I uh, am remembering for the first time in a long time. But I have a really uh, deep respect for the inner parts and the inner scared ones. And I really love them and I see them as totally perfect as they are. And they're, they're all very cute and um, like they're, they're doing their mission. And, you know, one feels like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And I, I love that little one so much and that little one is perfect and uh, and it's starting to show me that I'm perfect in that way uh, in the the inner sense of being perfect and complete and whole so when I ask can I really know that it's it's the truth that I'm just not a lucky person I wasn't born lucky it's just not in my cards I saw actually that's not true. I, I can't know that it's true. So then let's go into the reactions. Yeah, so when I believe this thought, I'm just not lucky, what happens? Well, I notice the first thing is I immediately jump onto the therapy drama triangle, right, where there's a victim, the villain, and the hero. And I'm in that victim spot. And I'm, I'm thinking, why did they get to have this or why did they get to do this and I don't. And it's this, they get to, I don't, I'm left out. It must be because I'm, I'm not lucky because it doesn't seem like anybody else is like just saying, here you go, success. Here you go, success to everybody. Some people that is happening, absolutely. But, um, but the people who I really look up to and respect seem to have created it for themselves in some way. Now, I will say with the support of many, 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 many people around them, but they seem to somehow have rallied those many, many, many people to, uh, to support themselves in their, in their success and contribution. So, so it must be that there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. And I started to have these memories of my sister, my little sister, Ariane, uh, she was really lucky growing up. She won all kinds of things. She won um, cameras and uh, we always entered her in raffles because she would always win. Uh, I remember she won a couple of djembe drums from a drum, drum shop that I loved because I played the drums and I put my name in. I didn't win anything. She put her name in and she won two uh, beautiful drums uh, that I still have. And um, and she was always winning things. And so I felt jealous that she, I don't know, what, what was it about her? You know, maybe she's sort of flowing more easily through the world or she's more relaxed or she's letting it in more. I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, and there were other kids who just seemed more confident and more at ease and they were better at sports and they were, they, they, uh, dated people who I wanted to date or uh, they were better on tests. And so, so it all sort of come, came back into uh, there's something wrong with me or another, another classic one is I'm not good enough because I'm not feeling confident or whatever. And it's sort of this downward vortex. Like the, the more I think, oh, I'm 
there's something wrong with me, the less confident I feel and the less open I am to receiving because I don't believe that I should receive or that I can receive. And so I will block out people connecting out of a kind of shame. I'm like, no, leave me alone. And, and those people might be on their way to supporting me in the things that I'm doing. So you can start to see how the whole pattern sinks in and that it's all about the thought and the belief level. It's that when I'm believing I'm not lucky, I become less lucky. I become less open, which leads me to less lucky. Yeah, so then, then it finally cracks through into the deeper feeling level where I feel sad, I feel defeated, I feel um, deflated when I'm believing that I'm just not lucky. It's, it's decided, it's final, that's it. I'm just not lucky and there's nothing I can do about it. And that I feel singled out, I feel left out and from feeling left out, it feels like there's something that I'm missing that everybody else has, which again comes back to there's something wrong with me, but only me. <sighs> yeah, so part of the work is feeling that, being with that. I spent a good 10 minutes just like feeling that feeling and being with the parts that feel so left out and including them and just really gently, that's, that's the perfection of the inner ones is all they need is just to be uh, with, uh, to have you be with them. All they want is that presence of you, which is so perfect and beautiful and, and easy and doable. <sighs> so then let's go totally free from that thought, totally free from I'm just not lucky. And what, when I did this, I went back through these periods of my life where I felt not lucky. And I took a good look at my life. And I tried to look at those moments free of the thought, I'm just not lucky. And so the question is, well, what do you feel? What do you see? Observe. And again, go deep into that vulnerable place and look at the faces of those lucky people who I've seen. And when I look at my sister, I see that she's intuitive. She's kind of following her own enthusiasm and that's kind of leading her into lucky places. And I see similar with the other kids who, you know, were uh, good at sports. Uh, they followed their own desire and intuitive process. And then I started to see, oh, I, am lucky because I actually have had my own versions of this. When I look back, I started to see, let's see, I wrote them down here. Oh no, we'll get to them in the turnarounds. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm one step ahead of myself. Um, so the experience that I'm seeing out there is this experience of ease and confidence and so when I come back into being free myself of that thought, I'm just not lucky. I feel all of those inner parts as perfectly fine. So like my deepest worries and panics are actually okay. And if they're okay, then everything's okay. And if they're perfect, then I'm perfect and everything's perfect because there's nothing 
that is so wrong that I can fail once and for all and be done and die and the end and nothing further, which is that deepest fear of there's something wrong with me and so there's nothing ever good is going to happen and it's, it's over, it's decided, it's complete, uh, it's, I'm cursed, you know, that kind of it's done, it's serious, it's dead. The opposite of that, the feeling free of all of that story is completeness. And I feel calm and also like joyful, like, oh, I've been believing this thing the whole time. And it's so not accurate to reality, but I've been believing it, which, and the belief has taken me down there something really exciting about seeing through the thought and seeing that it's like this like veil that you can lift off and then, oh, everything's much clearer, free of that thought. It's, it's clear and free. And um, yeah, let's go into the turnaround. So I started to immediately see I am lucky and I, I've got seven examples here for you. Uh, so one of them was Back in the, that kind of uh, grade school, it must have been, uh, let's see, sixth grade, I uh, realized I was really good at codes and clues because we had this, this class project where each class uh, created a little civilization and then made a, a language code where you swap out symbols for different English letters and then, you know, rearrange them on objects and things like that. And I was so into it and I was so good at it that I learned fluently the language uh, of the class that I was deciphering and I was made in charge and I was put up in front of the assembly and I would like go through these objects and read, I could read off what they were as if it was English because I was so uh, into the language and the code breaking. Uh, I was so good at it. And uh, so I was a huge lucky success there. And um, also in seventh grade, I won a pizza party for my class because uh, I was really good at um, Greek mythology trivia and we had this whole Greek week thing. All right, so other things, I won um, Magic the Gathering cards, which was a game I was really into as a kid. I won an iPad in college. And in the last four months, I've received about $20,000 worth of things, uh, totally free. Uh, in the last four months of now, I've manifested a really beautiful home. I got a really great car. So there are just so many things. And I went into even further, I'm extremely lucky and I'm born as a human, which is also very lucky. And then a privileged human, you know, being a cis white male, there comes with lots of privileges. I have amazing friends and I spend at least 60% of my time in my zone of genius. So I am extremely lucky. Okay, thanks for doing the work with me today and following this journey. Please keep doing it and comment and I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth a Journey, 
with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.